0: Hey, it's me, Bill Wang. I'm not talking about an earthquake fault. I'm talking about the Vero Vault. Bam, 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 need! Grab a chair, i swear! a swim. When it's down. it's my
1: podcast. This guy's insane. Rock to brain, it's just soul.
2: Smack him a gob, it's another Vieira Vault, and oh boy, this week's going to be fun, I already know it, because we're going to talk about Sabotage discography, and I have with me no other than the legendary Bill Wang. Hello, Bill. (laughs) Doc, Doc, Dilly Doc, an honor to be back. You and me
0: haven't been on a podcast in a long, long time. Honored to be here, honored to talk about a band that both of us love totally.
2: Hell yeah! Sabotage Fuck yeah, cool. brother,
0: man. Good to be back. Good to be back. It's
2: going to be a fucking love fest, bro.
0: Oh, it is, man. It is, man. We've 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 done a podcast pre- previously on Sabotage. That was amazing. And we've had numerous conversations throughout the years about this band that never really became <clears throat> as big as they should have. So, yeah, we're going to do them a just service here. And give them the props that they deserve, man.
2: Hell oh, yeah! And uh, what do you? Wh- how did you discover sabotage?
0: Oh man, um, I, how I discovered sabotage! I discovered sabotage. Um, I discovered uh sab- oh, God, I go back in time! I love going back in time when you talk about this kind of stuff. Um, there was a little. Um, I've talked about this place uh, on your previous podcast a place called um oh god galaxy records and um there was a little place it was galaxy records and there was another uh place in Pleasanton. But anyways there was like a, a, a shop where they had metal posters bootlegs and just you know that sort of thing back in the day where you'd go and there was this guy that i would go And I would talk to his old guy, probably my age now, but back then, you know, I thought anybody that age was old. And he'd always give me tips on bands and everything. And I was just like, oh, cool, 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 cool. And he said, yeah, this album just came out. Um, There's a band that's been around a couple of years, and it was Power of the Night Sabotage. And I don't know exactly, probably late summer 1985, because the album came out May 20th, 1985. And he told me about. sabotage power of the night and uh i'm uh, okay cool cool so i got the cassette fell in love with it went back to the the two previous sirens and uh, dungeons of calling and then the rest you know the, the remaining years of the 80s i was just 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 massively blown away by them and just how amazing they were and uh, great memories discovering them so that's a great question and if you know just thinking back and just being such a you know a young person and discovering something brand new and everything so yeah so it was probably late summer 1985 that i discovered them
2: right on uh i i think i discovered them just a year prior to that okay because i bought dungeon the dungeon they're calling i Mm -hmm. do i mean i my 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 brain is a little hazy of you know i i believe i saw them in a magazine or something I might have, but I know I saw uh, that vinyl at the import shop, even though it wasn't an import. They had, you know, mixed imports with, you know, American releases. Right. And just that album cover with the skull and that little, what is it, that little what do they call that thing, you know? And it's eye. It's like just a weird image. You're and right. I, told you. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, man, I, I, I'm going to check this out. This looks cool. You know, I looked at the the track listing on Dungeons of the Night, uh, the Dungeons are Calling. I saw shit like, you know, The Whip and By the Grace of the Witch. And, you uh-huh. know, I was like, yeah, this looks cool. And it was an EP. It was, um, you know, affordable. Uh, you right. know, I ended up, I, I believe that day I ended up buying two albums, that and something else. Can't remember what. And uh, went home, played it, and I was completely floored how yeah. good it was. But that was the only Sabotage album I ever saw until I saw Power of the Night. When that came out, like, what was that the next year? Right. And,
1: May 25 Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I saw that in the store and I said, Oh, another Sabotage album. I bought that. And then through the years I found, you know, um, uh, what's that? Um, uh, fight for the rock, right. uh, hollow mountain King. I like every time, by, by this time, every time something came out from Sabotage, I scooped it up, you know? Right. Totally. And, uh, and, and there were a Florida band, and they would come down a lot. I saw them, a, I can't even tell you how many times I saw them. I oh, no them maybe Maybe oh. ten, nine times.
0: Oh, no shit. Yeah, man.
2: you know, I mean, the Gutter Ballet Tour played two nights at, at Summers, and I was there both nights. Mm. Um, yeah, I just w- really loved this band, and I was a big, big fan of Chris Oliva. Oh, uh,
0: God,
2: yes. Just thought he was, like, one of the greatest. De- definitely, you got to put him in the top ten of most underrated guitar players ever. Maybe maybe, maybe, at number hard. one, you know? Oh, underrated? You, you
0: bet, man. You bet.
2: Oh, shit. That guy was just amazing. And amazing. we're going to talk about just the Crystal Le- Well, not even the Crystal Leva era. We're going to talk about uh, Sirens all the way up to Streets. Right. Because mm-hmm. then after that, you know, uh, they changed singers. and But I will right. discuss this, you know, just to touch upon uh, Edge of Thorns. Uh, right. The, al- the album, uh, his, Chris Oliva's last album. Right. All the times I ever saw Sabotage live, he was always a mellow dude. You know, live, he just, you know, kind of like a Randy Rhodes type. He just shredded. He was a nice guy. I met him on a couple occasions. I still have a dollar bill that he signed. I have uh, all the CDs signed on, on a regular pen, which looks stupid. I, didn't, right. I never had him sign anything with a Sharpie. But anyway, he was always like a nice guy, approachable, but quiet, kind of shy, you know. Mm-hmm. But the last time I saw him on the Edge of Thorns tour, he was in the back. And I go, I said to him while he signing my shit, I said, look, Chris, I know you get this a lot. But no, seriously, man, you're, you're one of the greatest guitar players ever. And he looked at me and he goes, yeah, you're just saying that because you're meeting me. And then he <laughs> smiled. I'm just kidding. Thanks, dude. I found that very out of character for him to be yeah. like jokey. And then when they played their gig and he had like stubble on his face, like he didn't have a beard, but he didn't shave for like a week or two. And when they when the set was over, he grabbed the mic and he goes, fuck yeah, thanks everybody for fucking coming. I was like, damn, Chris Oliva's animated tonight. That was a Friday night, dude On Mm -hmm. Sunday, I'm laying in bed at my house Watching The Simpsons The guy I went to the show with, Carlos Guti Called me, Chris Oliva just got killed In a car accident And I was like It was hard to process because, Dude, I was just talking to him two days ago That can't be right, you know what I mean? Right Sad fucking story, man
0: Totally, in a car accident, yeah
2: Yeah, driving back from that gig no shit. Him and his—it it was either his wife or his girlfriend that ended up dying. Like I don't know, maybe a year or less af, uh, after the accident, due to the accident. I mean, she survived.
0: Oh, but complications to the oh no shit. Oh Yeah, wow. she
2: she died of complications from the accident, but she survived for right. like I don't know several months. Oh wow! You know, Chris Oliva j- just died on the scene and. I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe it was Alligator Alley. I mean, get back to Tampa from where, you know, Hallandale. You have to go to Alligator Alley. Alligator Alley is, even to this day, is a dangerous. It's a two lane, you know, one going, you know, east, the other going west. There's no street lights. It's all fucking uh, sawgrass. There's alligators out there, you know. Oh, no, Yeah, it's a dangerous road. I hate Mm -hmm. Alligator Alley with a passion. Wow. It's like, "Oh shit, we're going to Tampa, fuck alligator alley," you know. And <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's where you got killed, man. I mean, head-on collision?
0: No which shit. I'm
2: sure happens a lot. It's a two-lane highway, you know.
0: Right, that's crazy on the on the highway that you're aware of the dangerous. Uh well, I did not know that. Obviously, I don't know shit about Florida. No shit. Alligator Alley is a dangerous uh Highway. Nope. Yeah, it's
2: it's it's the highway. I believe it's the only highway, or well, at least down in South Florida, that you can take to the west coast of Florida. Oh wow! You know you have to. You have, no matter what you have to take Alligator Alley, and that is like a like a two-hour drive, maybe even more than that, two and a half yeah. hour drive. You know, yeah. in pure darkness. I mean, now when I go to Tampa, it's like we're staying. You know, I'm. I want to drive Alligator Alley in the daytime you know but yeah man sad but anyway all right enough of that uh, uh you i know.
0: wish i met him i mean fucking you know i saw him twice i saw him uh at a small uh concert in a small place which you're aware of the famous uh metal club in san francisco called the stone yeah i saw the hall of the mountain king tour when it broke off from the Dio Megadeth tour right. uh they broke I don't know why that happened. I was, I was, you know, I had my tickets to the Megadeth deal, uh, deal um, Dream Evil Tour, Megadeth 2. To, um, so
2: far, so good.
0: Yeah, thank you. And then, of course, the Sabotage. I was ready, man. I was watching, you know, reading all the papers and everything. And all of a sudden, you know, I don't know where it was obviously a billion years before the internet and I read maybe Krang or whatever or whatever. Uh, sabotage is no longer on it. But then all of a sudden, I, they played, they, oh, wow, a week. Prior to the Megadeth uh, Dio show that Sabotage was supposed to play at, they played at the the Stone. It's like, oh fuck, double fucking killer. I get to see, you know. So I saw them, uh, and I believe it was March of 88. And then I saw them uh, the next two years later on the Gutter Ballet Tour at a place called the Omni in, in Oakland. And those are the only two times I saw Sabotage. I mean, those aren't two plays. Two shows to you know to scoff at those are fantastic, but he never obviously got to meet the guys. And you know, that's really cool that um, that you got to meet Chris because he was fabulous and just uh, just fucked up. How old was he when he died? He must have been young as fuck.
2: Uh I'll look it up, man. Yeah, he was he couldn't hey. have been that old. Yeah, he, probably. He was born 30? in 63, 93. That's 30 years. Oh 30 wow. Years
0: Oh, wow. Young as fuck. Yeah. yeah, he
2: was 30 years old, man. Yeah, what a bummer. I have on video uh the original sabotage was called Avatar. Right, uh, right. And I have a video of Avatar live and they, it was a lot of covers. They did. A, he did eruption. <laughs> note for note. I'm sure, I'm sure it's on YouTube. And, yeah. uh, you know, Van Halen songs and whatever was popular at that time, you know. But And they did some, you know, originals. I can't remember which. I think was Twitch that like, was an
0: outdoor little thing? Yes,
2: yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I saw it when they did an Aussie song. I know what you're talking I about. I think like,
2: it was Crazy Train they played that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. But <laughs> Sirens, dude. I bought Sirens. I don't know when. I know it was before Hall of Mount King. Um, yeah, I,
0: me, too, me too.
2: I got the album cover with the kids. You know, that's not the original album cover. Right. The, the original album cover was just uh, uh like a sailboat. Like an mm. ocean, like an old sailboat. I, I like the kids' cover more with the knives and shit. Oh, right, and it, right. And it makes more sense. You know, Sirens is about, you know, I think, right? Isn't Sirens about these little kids in an island that kill people? Maybe yeah. I'm, maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. Maybe it's some chick that, like, like oh! Yeah, right. <laughs> She's a siren in in, in, in in a fucking desert. I mean in a desert island. Woo!
0: Yeah.
2: And then, you know, they yeah. kill you. But what a great fucking album, dude. I mean, what do you think oh of sirens? It's great, it's amazing. Oh. Released April eleventh, nineteen eighty three. Right. Yeah. Well. Yep. What, what do you think of us, sirens?
0: Oh God! what do I think of sirens sirens Holocaust I believe rage on the run twisted little sister li- living for the night scream murder out on the streets I think sirens is amazing I think it was the second I don't think it's the second uh album I bought um with my own little money as a young little motherfucker I think it's amazing I think it's raw I think it's metal fucking total I think it's just um just Blitzkrieg, fucking just slamming motherfucking shit, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And if I was going to bring out the chopstick rating, I would give Sirens five out of five chopsticks. And yeah. Just, yeah. Well, absolute five out of five chopsticks, ginger beef, fucking uh, egg roll, just a whole bit, wasabi, everything, man. <laughs> amazing album. Amazing <laughs> album. Just amazing classic metal album, man. Just fucking brilliant, man. Just so amazing, you know. Yeah. I love it. It still stands up to this day, Doc. I mean, it's All still it, Yeah. Yeah. It really does, you know. I mean, it it just it's like, oh wow, you know, they're so young and so metal, trying to prove their metalness, you know, and they got a little bit older, a little bit more woosified and like most people do. Symphonic unfortunately. later on. Yeah, exactly, exactly, but yeah, Doc, I, I, amazing record, and it's one of my favorites, and will be until the day I'm dead, you know? How about I you? What do you
2: sign well, for? just so, you know, any, if we have any sabotage nerds out there, uh, I am aware before there was City Beneath the service, uh, Surface, I believe that was an EP they released in 82, uh, oh. I've never owned it, so I'm yeah. looking at Wikipedia now, and I see 1982, but I know City Beneath the Services on the next album, that song, but Sirens is amazing, dude. I mean, uh, that opening track, the title track, man, it's the first time we hear, you know, John doing the, ah, ah, you know, it's, it's, it's fucking unique. I love when he does that, dude. It's like Shrieks of Terror. I know. It's like Shrieks of Terror, and it really goes with the vibe. And every yeah. time he does it, he does it perfectly. That song calls for it. You know? Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. it set them apart. It set them apart. They had that sound. You know? And John yeah. Oliva is fucking, I mean, you know, tell about the whole fucking band is criminally underrated. But man, what a voice. Uh, oh, fuck. You know, amazing. Sick ass voice,
0: man. The guy's, the, uh, speaking of underrated, that motherfucker, I mean, you know, as, as we'll, we'll get into the more later songs, the more symphonic, more ballad- balladarian or whatever, you know, he proved that that motherfucker not only can sing metal, he
2: can just sing. Yep. he just got an amazing voice, you know? He's, he, to me, he's a god, bro. The mountain king, man. And, and you know, <laughs> another guy I met on several occasions and always cool, except for, I'll bring this story up, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, do- the streets tour. But, you know, I mean, I'm not saying he was a dick to me. What happened was, I'm hanging out in the back of the Button South, and he comes out storming out pissed. He's pissed off about some shit, mm-hmm. like screaming up a storm. And then a bunch of people, you know, fans in the back, circled him. And I went as well, you know, to get something signed. And I said to him, Hey, John, what happened with the live album? Because, you know, when they were doing the gutter ballet, you know, they, you know, they were working on a live album. He even announced it on stage, you know. And I said that to him. I go, John, you know, what, what happened to the live album? And he looked at me and he goes, yeah, what happened to it? And I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. But every time before that, and I met him on Wickham Magellan tour. I had him sign my street set list that I still had. And couldn't have been nicer, dude. The guy's a super sweet dude. I just caught him on a bad day one time, you
0: know. Right, we all have him. Yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. You know, sometimes when you meet, you know, somebody, he's a dick, it's like, hey, he may be the coolest guy ever. You just met him on a bad day.
0: Right. Ten times you meet him, nine times he's great, one time he's a dick.
2: I remember one time, the first time I met him, he's like, dude, it was like they were opening. Well, Testament, it was Testament Nuclear Assault and Sabotage, but Testament didn't show up for whatever reason. So Sabotage mm. was opening and I went up to him. Oh, John, dude, I'm a fan. And you know, I had him sign up some things. And he goes, dude, tell all your friends to go in early. We're opening with dungeons. I just thought Ooh. that was cool when he said that to me. I was like, right uh, on, hey, what, dude. What was that that tour with all those bands? That was Gutter Ballet, actually. Oh wow. And I saw the Gutter Ballet tour two two more times after that. Oh. Uh, where they headlined, but that night. Man, I'll never forget when they played "Mentally Yours." I was up front, and when he says "pour the gas on," ga- pour, the, uh, "pour the, pour the uh, pour gasoline on the cat" or something like that, I did the motion <laughs> like I was pouring gas. <laughs> and he he you- gave me like a yeah, he gave me like a high five because the thing is, Better <laughs> Ballet was brand new at the time. I think it was out for like a week. I mean, oh like, no, yeah, shit. this motherfucker knows the lyrics, you know? And, right. Um,
0: Bill fan, Bill
2: yeah but it was awesome so going back to sirens uh, bill if you had to pick your favorite song off sirens what would it be
0: god doc doc diddly doc that is um that is a mind fucking crazy question but it is a great question and it's uh you know you can't oh tie this tie that i gotta go with sirens doc I gotta okay. go with sirens, man. I gotta go with sirens, man. I hear that, bro. It, it just gets me into such a fucking. Oh, I just want to fucking just go. Uh, just yeah, sirens, sirens is gonna be my favorite. My on that.
2: How about how about your least favorite on here? Oh okay. god, I and
0: mean, this is a, a crazy, uh, but very uh, mind thought provoking uh, thing. Is picking the best worst. I think it's a great thing. Um, probably out, out on, out on the streets. Okay. Yeah, if um, I had,
2: something under my head, that's what I would say. I I mirror exactly what you said. Uh, that's my favorite and least favorite. Oh uh, wow! But man, I really love Holocaust. Oh, I know. Rage the way he screams, and I believe it's very fast paced. I oh, I love I believe. Oh, yeah, you both. know it. it believe it, it starts so mellow, but it goes like fucking fucking goes. It crushes. It crushes. Twisted Little Sisters, very fucking uh, catchy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, man. They would throw that one
2: out quite a bit, too. I would love it when they would play Twisted Little Sister. Not often, but they would throw it out now and then. I was like, Uh, fuck, yeah. yeah. Scream Murder Murder. is awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: Crushing album. Uh, I give it five uh, five uh rice uh plates of rice and beans because I'm Cuban <laughs> oh shit we're All right, right. now we're gonna go to the next release, which is the first one I ever bought the Dungeons are calling, which is an ep a six six song ep not you know not talking about the cd reissue that adds tracks Right, um,
1: right
2: Dungeons are calling is pretty much well. You, you told me this before the show. This is something uh, Bill knew that I didn't know. Uh, Dungeon or Call was recorded at the same time as Sirens. Yeah, January of
0: 1983. Yep. yep. There you go.
2: So, and this one was released in March. March 22nd of 84. Where, uh-huh. all right. So, uh, and uh, April of eight, uh, 83. So, you know, they sat on this shit for like a year. You know? Yeah. Right. Uh, so it was like six extra songs, I guess too much too much material for an album, which is fine. Yeah. I like short yeah. albums, you know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of big albums, but
0: we were raised on them. All our favorite fucking bands, man. Van Halen, oh, Fair yeah. Warning, Thirty Five Minutes. I mean, bam, bam, bam.
2: I think that was <laughs> well, even less than thirty five minutes. I think that wasn't
0: really okay. <laughs> I
2: think it was thirty one minutes.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Well, there you go, there, man. You just, just, hey, but, yeah, man.
2: But it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. Put out the fat, you know. Fuck it, you know. Right. But uh, Dungeons Are Calling. Yeah, like I said, it was my first uh, sabotage uh, album I bought on Combat Records, and Mm. uh, it was just—it got me, dude. When I heard the first the title track, Dungeons Are Calling, I was like, "Ooh!" Then going later, "Fucking sick!" Serve your master by the grace of the witch. The next (laughs) two rules and visions is awesome. Midas Nights City beneath the surface. Is oh, yeah. fucking epic.
0: Oh, fuck yeah.
2: And, uh, and of course, forget the whip. The whip is gonna get you. Drop me to your knees. Okay. Ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> John Olivia, Chris Olivia, Keith Collins bass, and Steve yeah. Wackoltz drums. Yeah. yeah.
2: Dr. Kill drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's fucking sick, dude. What that guy's so
2: drama. I believe he he owns a either either it's a drum shop or a gun shop now one of the two, but oh, for uh, real? yeah, but the guy I mean that another underrated drummer that didn't really tour much with them when I started seeing them. Um, yeah,
0: uh, you know, I, yeah. that, I don't know if he. Yeah, that's a great. I don't know if the two times that I saw, I should have done my research and looked into it. I don't know if he was playing drums at the. The Stone in 88 or the Gutter, you know. I don't I know. Believe,
2: I believe the Stone. He did play. Um, oh. oh, yeah. Because okay. when I saw them with Dio, it was him. But um, oh, okay. Gutter Ballet, chances are it wasn't him. But he kept okay. he kept recording albums, but he wouldn't go on the road much. Right. I saw him maybe three four, three times out of ten. You know. Oh shit! But but this album just rips. What do you think of oh. Dungeons are Calling?
0: Oh my god, I could just copy and paste everything you just said i think it's amazing um and uh i always considered and obviously back in the day i had no idea that they were recorded at the same time i had no idea this was you know you know because it was you know i got into sabotage in 85 so then you go back you know the discography of the band which is always fun get into a band a little bit later in their in their career and you get to go back i mean that's only two albums but as being a kid it was really exciting for me but um i loved it i loved it i probably got it oh god i think i got power of the night uh sirens and dungeons of calling excuse me all in 1985 so by the, by the time the the, um, the year turned to 1986 i had all three albums in my collection and i was fucking just ready for the next one and i love it dungeons of calling amazing by the grace of the witch visions midas night city beneath the surface the whip i mean it's it's amazing just so much power so much fucking metal and just six songs and and i love the sonics of the of the, the first two records you know recorded in such a Prehistoric sort of way, but yeah. I believe that they—not to say, no pun intended—I believe yeah. I think they sound fucking amazing. For you know, I really do. I think sonically they sound really, really valid to this day. Um, I give Dungeons Are Calling five out of five chopsticks, one ginger beef taco, and extra wasabi. I love it. Bam, 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 dilly d.
2: Yum, yum, yum. Yeah, man. <laughs> love love it. It bringing yeah. up fucking memories of my just good shit you know and I like what you touched upon with the sound of this album it's primitive you know but it it, it it's like hotter than hell from kiss it's primitive but it, it benefits the album I think i wouldn't right. want I wouldn't want to hear this album cleaned up you no
0: know? no 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 way jose no exactly man you know leave we were there just, yeah
2: leave yeah. it just like and The thing is, you know, it was so special, like, finding albums that your friends didn't know. And it was like, you know, that was my whole thing with Open Books, the import. I would always walk out with albums that, oh, man, I discovered this band. Check it out and invite them over and play this. Sabotage was one (laughs) of them. You just it, bro. I swear it, not the copycat baseball bat. Sabotage.
0: <laughs> Nobody I knew knew who the fuck sabotage was. It was my little discovery. Same thing. And it, it just, I'm loving that the, we were both the same sort of situation. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's like, no, this is my band. You want to like exactly. them? Remember, I turned you on to them, you know? So yeah, I found it's them first. We were both of the same, you know? That's really amazing, actually.
2: Yeah, no, and, and I had friends that were the same. Oh, dude, I discovered this band called Halloween. Come over, and, you know? shit like that, and, you know, I, I discovered some bands from friends, too, so we all, it was, it wasn't a, a competitive thing, it was more like a, you know, not like, oh, I, I found them it's more like, dude, I want right. to turn you on to right. this. in order to turn your friends on to
0: stuff. It's yeah. like,
2: yeah,
0: I want to make your friends happy, you want to make your friends happy and turn them on. No, it wasn't competitive. I'm with you there, Doc.
2: And, and you knew, you knew they were going to like it. You
0: know? Oh they didn't, they were stupid.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, because you know what your friends are into, and it's like, oh, you're gonna love this shit, you know? I, and I, yeah, it's fucking awesome, dude. I mean, I, I can't praise this album enough. Well, Bill, here comes the head squeezer. If you uh-oh. had to pick a favorite off here, what would it be?
0: Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, let's see. Oh, let's see, deep breath.
2: This oh, one's well, tougher than Cyrus. What's that? This is tougher than sirens, yeah. You know, to pick a <laughs> yeah. best and least best, right?
0: You know what? I'm gonna go with Dungeons of Calling best, and if I have a gun to my head, Glock nine millimeter to my head, Glock nine millimeter to my head, homeboy, you gotta pick the worst. And I don't want to, and I and I say that loosely, worse. You know, the less of the greatest, yeah. Minus minus night,
2: yeah. What a great song,
0: though. Oh, it's amazing, Doc. Yeah, right, right. Great, great song. Vier Vault has rules, and you put, you know, and you, yep. you gotta, man, you can't be a pussy, you
2: know? <laughs> well, Bill, two for two. I'm mirroring oh, yours. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm mirroring yours as well. It is very close, though. It's almost a tie between Dungeons and city, the City Beneath the Surface. Yeah, They're very close yeah. as my there. favorites, but I'm going to give it to Dungeons, because Dungeons has that eerie okay. intro, The you know. It just yes. sounds. It sounds like a dungeon. You know how it starts. It
0: does. It, does. it sounds like people are getting killed and yeah, tortured d- d- in the fucking dungeons.
2: And know? the way the song ends with the door closing. Right, <laughs> right, right. Big right. ass echo. Fucking yeah. epic. <laughs> Epicness. Fucking right. a. Then they get signed to a major label. Which is, at, was it Atlantic Records? Yep,
0: Atlantic, yes, sir. You know. Yes,
2: Atlantic Records. They get signed Atlantic Records and they release the epic album Power of the Night. Oh, my goodness. This yeah. was your first, right?
0: This was my first. Yeah, this was the first. This is when I, yeah, yeah.
2: But what did you think yeah. when you put the needle on this baby?
0: Oh, my God. Um, You know, I was trying to to comprehend just when i you know what if it was metallica i got into before these guys it was you know i couldn't determine what it was right around the same time man it was right around i was blown away i was blown away you know oh and uh, the the record store i I said galaxy records i was wrong the record store i was talking about it was a a place in Pleasant, california pleasanton california called um Oh God! I just
1: had it. Oh my God!
0: Portable Madness. Portable Madness. I like I've that name. Yeah, I've mentioned this on your previous podcast a couple of times. Uh, yeah, Portable Madness. When I went, the old guy about my age would, uh anyways. You know, I went in there and he's all right. Well, you know, what's the new? What's the new? You know, talk to me, man. And he's all, all right. I recommend this. And I just looked at the fucking that cover. It's like. Oh my goodness! This is a fucking bad. And then I turn it over and I'm all li- look reading the the titles of the songs: "The Power of the Night," "Unusual Warriors," Necrophil- "Necrophilia." Oh my god! What a badass song! "Wasted yep. Out Head," "Hard for Love," "Fountain of the Youth," "Skull Session." Give me, give me head, oh, bitch. Yeah. Stuck on you uh, in the dream. I was blown away. I was blown away because I was you know up to this juncture, um, the heaviest you know. I was starting to get into more heavier shit because, you know, up to 84, Maiden, Power Slave, Priest, Defenders of the Faith, that was pretty much, you know, at least, you know, I was, uh, you know, I've never lied. I wasn't into the British wave of new wave heavy metal in the early years, in the early 80s. You know, I wasn't. Yes, I was a little bit later, you know, Motorhead later. Um uh so in saxon I think in saxon probably 84 so um yeah so it was definitely a a heavier uh t- template from what i was used to not trying to say fucking power slave and defenders of the faith wasn't heavy but this was a little bit less commercial let and it was just more raw and more to the throat and i know, i hate it but it was just different it, it was Quite frankly, it was just less popular. No one knew who the fuck they were, you right. know. So, I was blown away, Doc. I I I I fell in love with it, and I fucking and to this day I listen to the record more than I listen to any other sabotage record. Nice. And, and it feels fresh. I feel like a little kid, not a little kid, but a, you know, just 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 really happy. It makes me really happy when I listen to this record. I think sonically it sounds amazing. Produced by Max Norman. Um, and of course, uh, just amazing. A uh, Five out of five chopsticks. I, I, you can't go wrong with this album. This is what started it all for me, man.
2: How I about got you? A, I got a funny story involving you when it comes to this album. And I, I, don't don't, I don't know if you remember this. But no. um, <laughs> when I went to visit you and uh-huh. stayed with you, uh, uh-huh. I had on a Sabotage shirt for this album cover. And it was I my... My guitar a player, yeah, yeah. My yeah. guitar player Ryan bought it for me when we were when we were playing Costa Rica.
1: Mm-hmm. He came
2: back to the place. He goes, "Look what I got you." Goes, "Oh, you rule!" So yeah. when I went to go visit Bill, I had the sabotage shirt. I go, "Dude, I brought this for you," but I said it wrong. <laughs> it's like it sounded like I brought this for you as a present. No, I meant to say I brought this for you because I, I I'm wearing this <laughs> the- it's in honor of you. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't remember. It. you. I would have said, take it off, I want it Yeah, I felt so bad after I said I go, ah, oh, what I mean I mean, dude, if I bought it myself, I would have gave it to you But, you know, when right. somebody buys me something I can't give it away
0: Right. <laughs> I have just a, us You wearing that shirt and uh,
2: nice. Yeah,
0: that's a badass shirt I love that yeah, shirt Yeah,
2: badass album yeah. called Raise the Fist of the Metal Child
0: Yes, fuck yeah, man Yeah, this album,
2: our- dude our album. Washed out, washed out You know and yes. the sound is much more polished, but it's still raw because the right. song is raw, but it's it's more polished than the two prior to it because you can right. tell more money. And they had Max Norman uh, right. produce it, the guy that did the Ozzy albums, you know, legendary right. producer. And uh, he really brought out a lot. And this album was, yeah, dude, I admit when it first came out, I was like, oh, I was wrong. I was like, this is going to be huge, you know, and it wasn't, you know. No, Atlantic I never sure made a video. Yeah. No video was made for it and it's just came one. Right.
0: Right. Oh, and, and if you there was a video that they were supposed to make. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. They the Atlantic wanted to make a video for the song Hard for Love. Mm. And um they told Sabotage, um, change it to Hot for Love. And Sabotage says, No, mind United- you, ninety eight. <laughs> five can you i mean hard for love i mean the shit that's released now but just in the context of time you know but yeah yeah i mean that they they wanted to make a video god i wish they would have but they they said no we're not changing the title no way jose so yeah skull
2: session oh god i love that song (laughs) i I just want to yeah warriors
0: Yes, yeah
2: She's so unusual I mean, this album rules Yeah It's uh, solid As solid as the two before it Not a bad song on here So it's going to be a tough one again, Bill Yes, it is So what would be your favorite on here? All
0: right um, God, I'm I'm picking the, the obvious ones But I got to be honest, man Power of the Night Power of the know. Night I heard it on uh, 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 and, Oh, and what? I I i heard this song i'll never forget after i purchased the record um there was i live um i lived in a town for i work in this in a town right now called walnut creek california and they have a a high school college radio station called kvhs and i remember um you know when they you when you hear shit total metal. They played that's why I hear Metallica for the first time on the radio. Da, 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 da. But I remember after I got this record and I remember driving around on my little fucking nineteen eighty one Volkswagen Scirocco, and I heard power of the night on the radio and it's like, Oh my God, I, this is my little cassette. This is the band. They're going to become huge. They're going to take over the world. I'm going to show everybody. My band is the baddest. And unfortunately it didn't work out. like that. <laughs> but, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like, I was just so proud of them. It's like, Oh, this is my band. I love them. I was happy. Like you said, it was in competition. I just love to turn people on to, the, to you know this band, man. But Power of the Night would be my best, and um, and unfortunately, uh, part of the situation is you got to pick. Um, in the dream would be probably my less uh, song.
2: <laughs> well, we're three for three. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, dog, diddly dog. <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I was thinking of Heart for love, but I was like, oh man, I, I do like it a little bit more than in a dream. Yeah, you know? but I, yeah. I, I love in a dream, and it's still a lot of song, and but, but yeah, but yeah, it's, it's a great song, but it's not as strong as everything on before. It.
0: Yeah, right, 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 right. And, and what a great fucking! Uh, I love this actually because it's like oh, it just forces you. Somebody that, like, ourselves that love these fucking records that just, you know, no, you got to man up and pick something. You're not saying it sucks, but, you know, to give the, the listeners, okay, you know, that's, that, I think it's a great,
2: great. So, yeah. All right. Three for three. You know, yeah, I, 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 I give yeah, this The next stuff. one. <laughs> but, but I give this <laughs> album um five midnight sandwiches. That's a Cuban sandwich. Medi- oh, Noches. okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, give I give it give five
2: it. medianoches. And I didn't say uh, how many I would give. Uh, uh, what was it? Dungeons? I give that one five Cuban coffees. Cuban? Cuban what? Cuban coffees. Oh, okay. Cuban. Coffee. They're called What's coladas. A cub- it's called colada. they It's. It's. They. They only serve it in a little tiny plastic cup because it's so strong. You don't want to drink more it's than a- that. <laughs> it's like pure. It's like tar. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. But so it's all awesome. more than. I love it. It it gets you hopped up, you know.
0: Oh, okay. Give me one right now. I need one. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure you can find. I mean, there must be some kind of Cuban restaurant in San Francisco.
0: You would think. I mean, God, the the city of the world. Yeah, look into it.
2: Because if you do, then uh, believe me, go get a Cuban coffee. Go get a colada. A colada,
0: Cuban coffee. Okay. okay. Yeah, it'll
2: wire you out, man. It's like fucking twenty five cents, thirty cents. That's all you need. Bam. You're fucking. Well, next
0: time we talk. Remind me next time we talk on the phone. Say, "Hey man, did you get that coffee I was telling you about?" Yeah. So just mind my ass, but yeah, I'm I'm down. With the, I'm down. I'm ready, dude.
2: That goes to all <laughs> you listeners out there. Go get a shot. It's legal cocaine, you know. Oh shit! It wires you out, man. All you need is that little. It's a little tiny. They serve it in a little tiny plastic cup. Oh
0: wow, little cup.
2: It's badass. All right, then we move to the next album where it's um. Record uh. company pressure. Yep,
0: yep, oh, guys.
2: Yep. The last one didn't sell, so All let's right. let's get a little more commercial. Stop with the you know the whole heavy shit. You know, it's it's do. I know you guys got it in you. You're a talented bunch of guys. Let's write. You know, some and 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 yeah, do bad Finger cover while you're at it. You know,
1: right.
2: <laughs> and and a free cover too. Uh, mm-hmm. Wishing well. Fight for the Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I did talk to you earlier about this, and you, I understand, you like this one more than I do.
0: Yeah, um, well our conversation the other night, we had a, yeah, a preliminary of this, but go ahead.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was very, very disappointed in this album. But yeah. it does have some highlights. Mm-hmm. I mean, some killer highlights. And mm-hmm. even one of the ballady songs, Lady in Disguise, I like a lot. It's... Yep. um. It's kind of like a Beatles type vibe to it, mm. um, but I dig it. I dig it, and it kind of Lady in Disguise musically. It kind of you can kind of see the direction they were going after other Ballet. You can hear right. a, a hints of it in Lady in Disguise. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah.
0: Very, but, very. But,
2: yeah, but eh, you know, I mean, I just felt like this is a band that's that's you know buckling under record company pressure and it shows in the songwriting it's not as vicious as the three before it um i was just let down by it well but tell us what you feel about it well hold on before we go that i want to hear your because just so, so,
0: tell me your best if you don't mind and your worst so right. I'm not all first
2: oh the worst is gonna be a tough one because there's a lot of songs on your own. No, i know
0: but under your head you gotta pick one
2: all right, my favorite is Hyde. Oh, God. Dude, let's, we're already on target. Oh, shit. That, that's as killer as any song before. Oh, my God, it's not sick! <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. laughs> ah! Yeah.
0: Gives me goosebumps to this day. 86. Which, is, long- which oh. is
2: H-Y-D-E, as in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Right,
0: right. Uh, yeah.
2: And, what i would consider man this is tough but i'm gonna have to go with crying for love ah, okay okay yeah. uh, we're,
0: we're not for four we're three and a half for four okay. all right okay. yeah um Five for the rock man um god i remember exactly when i bought it, it uh, Portable madness. Oh, you know, go in there. The guy. All right, hey, remember the guy, the band I turned you on to last year? Well, here's their new one. Oh, cool. Right on. And um, I I remember. God, I mean, I remember it was just so. For some reason, this record in particular the memories were just so much clearer than the, the previous album that when I got into it, just, I remember everything about it, maybe 86, June 30th, 1986. Um, I, and he didn't, I didn't read shit about them. You know, nobody was talking about it. Nobody I knew knew the fuck they were. Nobody. And I remember buying, uh, it was on cassette. I got it on cassette and I remember plopping it in my, uh, Cassette player, and you know, going, Yeah, fight for the rock, cool, 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 right on, and then out in the streets, like, oh, Wait a minute, okay, and then crying for love, da da da. And then just little by little, it's like, Wait a minute, man, I'm just like, you know, I wasn't really in a, uh, I really, at the time, I can't say i I even comprehended radio pressure or whatever like that you know i mean i I, I can't honestly say oh i knew as soon as you know i don't know why because maybe i was into like a little bit i liked a little bit more commercial stuff and the heavy stuff so it didn't really matter to me too much like generally speaking I mean, now, looking back and it, in, in reading about it, it's a fascinating period for the band. I would love a documentary about this specific record, you know, because they've dogged it since it came out and everything. And I think there's great moments. Um, my favorite song is Hide, you know, just like you. And I guess, um, not I guess. Uh, oh, I love Crying for Love, by the way. Uh, if I was going to have to pick my worst, it would be Day After Day.
2: Okay, which is a yeah. cover.
0: Right, it's a cover, but it's it's on the album, so, you know, you it. so I, you know.
2: I love the original. I don't like what they did. I don't like their version, but I love the original Bad, uh, Bad Finger version of Day After Day. It's cool. To yeah,
0: know. okay. Mm-hmm. But, yeah,
2: I thought their, their version was weak. Cause, yeah. uh, I know, and
0: actually, we I mean, we we're, we're, we're Now that we're speaking of the, you know, the, the numerous... Um, um, it covers. I really enjoy that song. I think it's heavy. I think they add a little bit of punch to the song. Um, uh, so I like that. So I'm not saying I just because discard it because if it's it's a cover. I dig wishing well. You know, do you like that song?
2: I, you know what, dude, I don't like anybody that does it. Gary Moore did it. I didn't like it. Uh, uh, Blackfoot did it. I didn't like. It. I don't know. Oh. It's just something about that song I never liked. Oh, okay, And it's not like a terrible song I wouldn't say I hate that song But right. it, it, I don't think I've ever heard the free cover I mean the free ver- original version But I, I know yeah. Gary Moore did it Blackfoot and Sabotage And I think somebody else even did it Blackfoot?
0: Uh, no shit I did yeah, not know Blackfoot that Blackfoot
2: did it on their album Strikes The one that has Highway Song and Train Train It's on there oh, okay. There's uh... another band too that did Wishing Well And I can't remember for the life of me And I own it, whatever album And I remember I was like, ah, fuck, wish him well again. (laughs) Stop covering that (laughs) song. um, Oh, right. I love Red Light Paradise on this album. I love that song.
0: Yeah, the last song, I love that, too. I love that, too. You know, because it's in
2: the vein of early sabotage, you know?
0: Right, exactly. And the album cover, who does it remind you of?
2: Well, like the soldiers holding up the flag or Van Halen, is it?
0: Yeah, I was more geared to the, you know, the... I believe that isn't that Iwo Jima, the original World War II, but yeah, Van Halen Memorial Day weekend 1983 the Us Festival,
2: exactly. Yeah,
0: cool. Uh, <clears throat> All
2: right, then uh, we go into what I consider their best album. Oh, right on, yeah. Would you, uh, you would, what, what do you like more? This or the next you know one?
0: What? I, you know, what and doing these scattered throughout the years, you know, you say one thing, I know you're. You've been through it with your almost human, where you make a video of something years ago, and then so I'm basing it. You know, I'm basing it on our rock and metal combat podcast that we did on sabotage, Hall of the Mountain King, where I said uh, Power of the Night. If and I'm not trying to be base copycat, baseball bat, Hall of the Mountain King. At this juncture of my life, right now, on whatever day it is, it's the best. It's the best. I think it's it's the most complete. It's the most... Um, yeah, I think Hall of Mountain King is their pinnacle moment. I hate to sell out Power of the Night, but there's something about Power of the Night because it was my first. But if I was really honest and neutral and not looking at, at it as a fanboy, that I am, proudly. I'm a total fanboy of Sabotage. I think, um, I think there's, there's no question about it. I think the diversity, I think the, the complexity of the s- songs... You know, I think, I think you're right. I think how the mountain King is what just blew up, you know, just, uh, if, you know, if I was being honest with myself, I think it's their best record. I do. You know, even uh, though I've said on your other podcasts, you know, I hate, Oh, you said this, that or that. Well, no, shit. we all
2: change our minds, you know? Yeah. Right. But, I do it know. constantly. Oh yeah. I always get that because of my YouTube videos. Well, you said oh, that was the best. I well, I felt different back then. All right. Fuck off. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly I think time you just you get to reflect and and if you're there we were fucking there We saw the band back then. We were buying the record. We have a choice. We have a right to you know Change our mind, you know, we were there. Okay. Yeah, not guy that looking back. Oh, uh, I wish I would have some no, you know, so yeah, so I uh, Amazing record. Oh my god when this came out, oh my god, following Fight for the Rock, it's like nobody was, ex- and when I say nobody, by this juncture, I had a couple friends were on the fucking sabotage bandwagon with me. I you know, I, fucking, I brought them into the circles, oh, here's the deal, man, you got, you know, it's like, oh man, no way, Jose, you know, my friend Chubby, the Fight for the Rock, he's like, oh, sellout bullshit, da, da, da and then when this came out, it's like, oh my god, you know, it's like, dude, they're back. That's fucking amazing, and that's when they broke on MTV. You know? Yeah,
2: the video. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: fucking yeah. awesome album, most cohesive album. You know, yeah. uh, Power of the Night is awesome. It, you know, the, I just think this one has stronger songs. Uh, all songs on Power of the Night are awesome. These songs, I think, are they even more awesome. Um, yeah, I just think it's it's a very cohesive uh, album that really um I, don't know, I just find it to be um perfection and it's one of those like like kind of like heaven and hell from from black sabbath like one yeah. of those albums that it's just epic and awesome and you can play this over and over again if i was to compile the greatest albums ever made this would be in the top maybe top 20 or if not even top 10 or very wow. very high before oh, I'm totally with you, dude. absolutely maybe 11 you know uh, i yeah. have to think about it but it's definitely one of those albums that there's not i mean every song is strong uh absolutely. and and like you know you, you know uh, i don't i can not i can't stress how fucking amazing this album is and, and i never get bored listening to this yep. it's never. one of those albums that you have to listen to in its entirety
0: you have to absolutely great point great point for the younger listeners out there i know you got a lot of young people that listen to you you have to listen to it in its entirety it's an album it's an album it's not a song yes there's songs that are amazing but it's an album that needs to be listened to from fucking number one to number 10 um you know and like i was kind of you know, just fighting among my head and my brain. Well, I've said power of the night was, uh, yeah, but I, it's just, I think it's just, it's, it's more complex and it's more diverse without straying out of the too much like fight for the rock was, even though there, I like it, it was still um within the parameters of, of sabotage. It was everything great about sabotage. <coughs> and, um, yeah it's uh amazing um september 28th 1987 you know jesus christ just a, a, a lifetime ago you know just just amazing and i was the finally i got to see him on that tour at the stone in san francisco and it was like ah just everything came together everything came together the metal gods just fucking just laid the light on him and said all right and just yeah everything about it. and like i said not to repeat myself the fact that i saw him on um mtv and you've got a, a, an amazing video of when that little fucking troll the whole <laughs>
2: yeah. <amount> of- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: they called him you got out, was- one of your channels is like oh that's such a great document man that little fucking troll in the the whole <laughs> amount of video that little motherfucker and he, was,
2: and he was drunk you could tell on that yeah. <laughs> He <laughs> and, and even John Oliva goes Rip because his name was Rip. He's like Rip <laughs> is ripped. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that right? Because, okay.
2: Yeah, they, they were on Headbangers Ball with the little troll from the video and and a, a play a play. uh what was it? Penthouse Playmate was there. It was really yeah. hot. Lawn. You got it. The only reason that little troll was trying to bang her and shit. Right, 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 right. Yeah, oh, yeah. He was like, You got some.
0: That wasn't a little motherfucker in makeup. Wasn't that like a real troll or a little midget or dwarf? No, no,
2: it, he was in makeup. Yeah, it was a little midget, but they, they put makeup on his face. Yeah, I mean, okay, so he didn't look
0: like a monster. He... <laughs> I yeah. forget. That was. I'm what, what a yeah. hilarious video. Yeah. Little oh, guy man, I
2: running was... around a mountain
0: yeah i recommend that watch it man ralph's and i don't know what channel it is of yours but it's an amazing Uh, ralph
2: Ralph vieira's videos that's what it's called
0: that's my channel
2: where all the vhs ones i dumped on the computer and
0: yeah uh, like a lot of
2: headbangers ball clips i did a lot of compilations so that one is a compilation of sabotage stuff on mtv and and otherwise other places too like you know i I just oh, so it's amazing to
0: have that document, you know. Amazing, you know, me watching it when it was live, you know, and then being able to have it in you know, forever or you. But yeah, so, um, yeah, this is when it all came uh, through. Oh, and a little tidbit: <clears throat> when I saw him at the Stone on this tour. Uh, so the album came out September twenty eighth, eighty seven, and not to repeat myself, you know, they were on the tour with Dio megadeth and by the time they came to san francisco they were on their own Of the stone uh, on the tour bus um uh you know the you know on those big buses the the front um what's that called
2: what what's has that? a little marquee type thing
0: yeah 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 anyways it said white witch
2: ah nice <laughs> i wonder what they were doing yeah <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the lyrics of that song. Poisoning I can, you. Yeah.
1: It's
0: <laughs> like Rick oh shit. Turn. I could re- I could relate to these lyrics. Oh shit. Yeah, but yeah, man. I mean, just you know, just I was I was listening to this record a couple times today, and just uh, just just put a huge smile on my face. Put me back in time, different era. Just being, just you know just 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 amazing discovering this amazing album and just being yeah they're back and then the fact that you know wow they were on mtv it's like holy shit you know and the fact that my little buddies is like you know they're starting to come around it's like hey man where they fucking basically said oh fuck that guy Ah, i don't like that bullshit and then all of a sudden it's like hey man I love that song 24 hours ago. That's fucking sick, dude. It's like, oh, yeah. ah, I get it. So now the diddly D coming around. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, oh, hold on. Don't get on. Goes, All right, well, right on. Cool. Better late than never. So, yeah, then I noticed that, you know. But, yeah, just amazing record. Um, Yeah. Oh, my God. What can I say about it? You know, it's amazing.
2: It's going to be it's going to be so hard to pick a favorite and a least favorite on this one. Yeah. And what you were saying earlier about, you know, how you felt back when we did the episode to how you feel now, that's how Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel like when I pick a song on here, because you can ask me in like a year from now and it might be a different favorite song. Yeah. Yeah. But as of now, it's tough. It is really tough, but I'm going to go with, and it will change. I have a feeling it will change in the future, but for now, how I feel right now, Beyond the door Beyond the Doors of the Dark is my favorite on here. My oh, yeah. least favorite and it is if you know, I mean I mean, I don't know how you feel. We'll see what your least favorite is. It's a song that's really, really good, but you can tell this is kind of the filler track, but it's still kick it's non skippable. Killer right. filler, the price you pay.
0: Oh, okay,
2: okay, okay. What would be your favorite?
0: Um, uh, but no just to piggyback on, on what you're the beyond The, the door doors of the, of the Dark I love the Line and I just it's so mind Fucking it's like a never ending Suicide It's I like you
1: the oh, God.
0: What the fuck are you talking About then it's <laughs> like you're in my head I'm a, a never ending suicide it's Like what the fuck does that mean That's such a mind it's fucking Brilliant it's fucking oh, yeah. brilliant, but yeah. So just you're phrasing—you
2: mentioned... you gotta remember the phrasing of that verse.
0: You know, yeah. it's like
2: it's like attacky. You know, it's like the way yeah, he, right, right. the way yeah, he sings yeah. yeah. it. It's uh, it's just such a great, great um, you know, like uh, flow. You know, right. the the way he just says that, like you know, hell is your destiny. You know, is it hell is eternity? Hell is your destiny. I'll tell you to die, yeah. a never-ending suicide uh, of I, nightmares I, uh, you have inside.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because I, I like doing, um, you know, just preparing for this um, podcast. Just as I was just I, I listened to that song like fucking three times in a row. It's like and that lyric and just great. And, and, oh, and just and and, and just the lyrics on this album are just fucking amazing just mind-fucking like holy shit thought-provoking interesting fucking you know just um yeah badass i love it anyway okay so to answer your question um oh god i love this is this is a great thing i would say as of this date right now my favorite song is 24 hours i go ah yeah, and if I had to pick, oh, least would be Strange Ways. Oh, yeah! I knew that was going to get a snap. I know wow, it's one of my <laughs> favorites on here. I know, I know, I know. With but, the late
2: great Ray Gillen doing <laughs> backing vocals.
0: Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I oh, okay. uh, it was difficult to
0: come Doc Doc, Gilly Doc, but I had to. You know, it's part of the deal.
2: Yeah. yeah no, i get you man it's all you know it's uh it's not science it's personal taste but right you have to admit right. it's a great song
0: it is a great song it is a great song but you know if i had uh, the glock nine millimeter to my head here's the deal dude you gotta pick a song because this is the Vieira vault okay well here's the deal you know <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's just so that guy the Ray and kit you know with the aids and that whole bit and yeah yeah.
2: Dude, in the last track. Total devastation.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. Fuck it. That song is so sick.
2: You know, should have listened to what Christ had to say. Fucking badass. Legions, the
0: fucking guitar oh. work. Oh, God. Chris just lays the fucking shit. The guitar work on Legions and just... Um...
2: The, the opening bass line. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. It
2: sounds like you know, this is just beyond classic right here.
0: Oh, beyond, 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 yeah. If I yeah.
2: had, like, a, a hand the size of Mars, I would slap planet Earth for not rec- not making this 10 million, you know, not making this arm <laughs> go diamond.
0: I know, man. I know. didn't even, I don't even think it's gone gold, dog.
2: No, it hasn't even gone yeah. gold. Yeah. You know, even... if they had, you know, if they had a guy with a good voice that looked like, John bon Jovi the song. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The elephant in the room. I was waiting for you, to, one of us, to bring that up. Elephant in the room, big yeah, old fact. Yeah.
2: John Oliva's a big boy, you know. Big
0: boy, big boy. Yeah, he's, yeah.
2: He's really big boy, and I think that's what you know. Because you got to remember, I, I mean, we don't suffer from that no more, you know. But the eighties were, you know, you know, uh, you know, you had to look good to sell a lot of records.
0: I look good pretty boy fucking yeah, that's slow. why you got
2: to thank like metallica to enter in that kind of wave toward the yeah i know they started in 83 but you know master of puppets and right. you know it's right. planting seeds you know because right. right. you know they, you know Metallica a bunch of ugly fuckers too you know
0: yeah big time
2: but <laughs> but they, not... they kind of like you know open the eyes of people like oh man fuck the look you know that's right, why right. I say what fucking John
0: now is a different deal. Yeah, You're very true. Very true.
2: That's why it drives yeah. me nuts, dude. The Bonphony thing, it drives me nuts because I'm like so much more talent out there, but this band is huge because of their look. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just processed pretty boy garbage. And here we are this fucking band because they have a front man that's you know overweight. Right. right? <clears throat> I don't give a fuck. Dude, I was there like you, you know, in a fucking, like you were in the stone in a stuffy fucking club, sweating your ass off. So was I, dude, to sabotage. He
0: was in his big overcoat. I mean, even back then, starting to get a little big, you know. I mean, he was always a big boy. I don't think I've ever seen, even the Avatar videos that you're referring to. You know, and he was, Jesus Christ, I don't know how old he is, I think he's probably like five years older than us, but anyways, the the Avatar video in, that you're referring to, I think it was 79 when you did all the covers, he had a little bit of pudginess on him then, you know, yeah. some, some people are just always, you know, they get, but yeah, you know, and uh, unfortunately it's a band that, you know, a lot of people that you know, they just they look and they judge by the look and it's like, no, man, you know, god damn, you know.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. you know, uh he just July twenty second, he's turned sixty one. Oh, is
0: that right? Okay, okay. Six years yeah. older. Okay. Yeah,
2: six years older than us.
0: Man, I hope he lives forever, man. Yeah, you and know? he's
2: uh, he you know, he he gained way more weight, you know, in the future, but he's dropped a lot of weight.
0: But he's oh, still he way
2: has- bigger. Okay. Oh yeah. He dropped yeah. a lot of weight. I did see a picture of him recently. Because I saw John Oliva in 2005 or so. He did the whole Mountain King album. And no. It, yeah, it was the first time he performed The Price You Pay. Because they played every other song from here. Uh, that's no. the only song um, they didn't play back then.
0: guitar metal, not acoustic?
2: No, they did all, They did all, the, the whole thing live. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, you fucking lucky oh, mother. Oh,
2: fucking great. And man, he awesome. was... He had to be at least 400 pounds at that time. Literally? Yeah. Big. Oh,
0: man.
2: I mean, I, I thought this guy's not going to live long. I mean, he's he's uh, unhealthily overweight.
0: Isn't he like our height, 5'10", 6, six foot at the most?
2: Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's around, yeah, maybe an inch or two shorter than us.
0: Okay.
2: wow. Oh, um, shit. But he's, he has dropped weight. And, you know, if you look at gutter ballet and streets, they put him on a diet. You know, he looks thinner, and those two albums.
0: Yeah, yeah, the that were the crowd. Yeah, yeah, that video. The uh, god, the got our ballet song. Where the
2: crowd's gone or something like that. Yeah. Uh,
0: not yeah. to jump ahead, I love that song.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's great, a fantastic song. Yeah, but
0: that's a great. Yeah.
2: So, so all right, we'll go into the last one because we are just talking about the classic John Oliva, Chris Oliva lineup. Yeah. Oh no no we got two more we got another one to yeah, go. On. Two more,
0: two more, two more, two more. Uh
2: Gutter Ballet. Now Gutter Ballet to me is when they they went more symphonic. Yes, uh, yes.
1: You know, yes. you
2: saw a hint of it in Mahalia Mountain King, the intro, Prelude to Madness where they were going, you know, mm-hmm. Paul O'Neill which we have to bring up. I mean, it is justice. You
0: God know? bless his soul. You bet. You bet. Yeah.
2: There is justice in this planet because, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right, Transberia something orchestra. What is it called?
0: Uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra.
2: Yeah, tri- Trans-Siberian Orchestra is yeah. selling out yeah. arenas.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. That fucking saved their eyes. Like, fuck, sabotage.
2: <laughs> yeah, because that's you know that's basically sabotage. Yeah you know? right exactly. John uh, Paul O'Neill who passed away, uh,
0: right? And Chris <laughs> Caff- 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 Ca-
2: Chris Cafferty's in there, and uh, you know, and 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 they they have played. We'll, we'll talk about it. Transborea Orchestra has played a song off of the next album. Why?
0: Oh, oh. They, they have. They
2: have seen that band. The the No man, and I, and they're always here. They're yeah. always here. I always miss them. Every yeah. fucking time. I miss them.
0: I um, heard that they like they tease the, you know, the five sabotage fans in the audience. They do like little like little yeah. trinket little like sabotage songs. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, oh, they god. do.
2: They do. They do little like, you know, prelude to madness, they'll do. And, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you know, just little I'm, I mean, I'm not too well versed, but I did see a video on YouTube of them doing believe off the next album.
0: Oh, cool Which is awesome. uh, I Oh, don't... fuck yeah
2: <laughs> But Gutter Ballet Not as strong As uh, Hollow Mountain King No, nope. Still mm-hmm. a great, I think it's a great album But it, you already see the shift Yes Of where they were going I mean, anybody yep. that's like into metal or turned off I remember quite a few people were t- turned off by this album
1: Mm-hmm
2: <clears throat> I, I, I I still love them so much that, I, yeah, I agree, it wasn't as strong, but I still loved it. And there are songs on here as strong as any of the albums before. I agree. And I would definitely put this above Fight for the Rock. I
0: agree. I, agree. Um, yeah. I,
2: I just think, I, I love that bonus track, Thor scene, Shuffle. Uh, <laughs> Hounds is badass, uh, Mentally hey. Yours. She is. She's In Love is heavy. I love that song. Yeah, the title track, When the Crowds Are Gone, we were talking about. Like we are um, saying,
0: When the Streets Are Gone, yeah, yeah. And Gutter
2: Ballet, that's a really good song. Man. Awesome song. And they had a awesome. video for it. Awesome song. No, I, I, I do. I, yeah, and that that song, you know, Gutter Ballet is very symphonic, but it still oh. has that heavy edge of early sabotage in it.
0: Yes. So
2: you, you see it creeping in.
0: Yes, you do. Right, <laughs> the but the you know the bones are still the same. It's mm-hmm. a little. Yeah, that's a great analogy. But uh, yeah, man, this album. You know, December first, nineteen eighty nine. Man, I mean, I remember like it was fucking yesterday. I remember my little Scirocco, and Now, but this time it was another Scirocco. It was my nineteen eighty one Scirocco. I had a CD player. Well, it was so cool, nineteen eighty nine. I had my girlfriend I've mentioned on your other podcasts a million times who she passed away, but she was 10 years older than me. Okay. And I remember one of our shit, like, you know, the first we started dating, uh, Memorial, uh, we started dating not to get into a personal thing, but September of 1989, our first date. And then by the time, you know, this came out, I had the CD was, you know, hovering about Christmas time. I remember picking her up and, uh, playing this cd mind you 10 years older than me back in 1989 i and the first song came out of Rage and war and she and i had it blaring my fucking oh my god my blah punk my fucking printer, and she looked at me she's all no. <laughs> 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 what? no what the fuck is this this is this is like you're a metalhead obviously i'm a oh you think So, and then of course I fast forwarded to a couple other songs. Ooh, I like her ballet. Ooh, I like this. Ooh, I like that. So, but I love this record. I think it's great. I think you just, you just nailed it. It's not as strong. I think sonically it sounds better than as far as the, if you play the record, I even noticed this today, doc, it sounds better, better. It sounds more clear and crisp. Um, as opposed to the Hall of the Mountain King, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but um, I think this, uh, all the thing. I mean, I, you basically said everything I was thinking. Um, I like, uh, Silk and Steel is pretty cool, that instrumental, uh, yeah. Temptation, Revelation, another instrumental, I think that's really cool. Hounds, oh, I know, that's a song I wanted to bring up, Hounds. The, the 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 latter part of the song Chris just goes off Ancient. it's like really fucking shit Chris Olivia if people listening to this listen li- please listen to the song hounds but in particular go from the beginning of the, the the middle of the song uh, to the end Chris Olivia just goes off crazy amazing um uh i gave oh i forgot to give uh um, Haul the Mountain King, five out of five chopsticks. Um Gutter Ballet, I'm gonna give it because of uh the great songs and it's still in the the pocket of of sabotage and like you said, all the different changes and whatnot were evident and we're ready, we're right in front of our faces. But of Rage and War, that's my that's my favorite song on the record. Yeah. I I I I think, you know, <laughs> and it, paul o'neill produced the record right
2: yeah he did
0: yeah yeah um yeah so uh and i love it um i'm gonna give it four out of five chopsticks the record
2: i would give it uh, three and a half flans that's another thing of- i want you to try flan it's a it's a delicious dessert that Cubans made. Flan.
1: Oh,
2: okay, okay. Why didn't looking you thing.
0: Miami and just hang out with you there. It's yeah, like, man,
2: get get your ass over here, dude.
0: I know, I know, I know, I know. Damn it! Let's,
2: let's <laughs> hang over here, bro. And I I went over there, and now it's your turn.
0: Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You spent four nights in my bed. Yes, yes, That's you right. did.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, Great. Bill wasn't in the bed with me. He's such a prude. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's for another podcast. We'll talk about that. I'm like, I'm
2: here in San Francisco, and I ain't getting no butt love. This place is known for butt love. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. What the fuck's going on here, Bill? Fuck yeah. Get on the
2: bed. Let's mow the lawn.
0: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah, so um, amazing. I mean, it's just, you know, the string, there's this bam, 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 bam. It's like, you know, Jesus Christ, sirens, Dungeons of Calling. Yeah, okay, you yeah, know, Power of the Night. And then, you yeah, know, right, a little bit of detour with Fight for the Rock and then all the out King, the Gutter Ballet. So we're talking 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, 89. Bam 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 bam. That's a that's a pretty goddamn good fucking lead up, man. Oh yeah. You got you you know, I mean I know you do, but I'm talking to the audience listening. You got to give credit. That's an amazing string of records, man. Mm-hmm. And I know yeah, we got yeah. one talk
2: about you know <coughs> but I didn't, I didn't uh i didn't rate uh hollow mountain king which i give five cuban restaurants with uh five cuban supermarkets uh, you know with all the food uh, everything it all oh my you're gonna go that
0: high oh man i am that's, with a you, high. that's a high go on i'm
2: gonna throw in the whole restaurant fuck it uh, uh,
0: so what's your favorite song on got to ballet and what's your uh I, I didn't use my worst you mentioned it actually um but give me your top song off gutter ballet and give me your least favorite even though it's good
2: of rage and war
0: okay oh, we, we, we
2: agree, we agree on, on that my least yeah. favorite would be summer's rain ah number 10 okay okay. It's okay i don't really hate it but it doesn't really do that much for me
0: yeah what's your least favorite it's funny because you mentioned it. When you mentioned it, my my ears perked up. It's like, oh shit. Uh, Thorazine Shuffle. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. I mean, it's not, it's technically not part of the album. It's a bonus track.
0: Oh, okay. 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 Um, yeah. yeah I mean, we can
2: keep it like that. You know, I mean, you grew <laughs> up with the CD, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yes, I did. So, yeah, that's yeah. just. Keep yeah, by it that time, like that. it was CD. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: All right, now we're going to the last album. This is where they go full symphonic, but it still has some ballsy material on it. Right, Uh, and
0: it's John and Chris.
2: Yep, it's, uh, you know, and Wackles is still there. I mean, this is (laughs) when he wasn't touring with them, but, you know, then you had Johnny Lee, who joined during, didn't he? He joined during uh, Hall of Mountain King, I believe. The bass player.
0: Yes, 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 yeah, yeah.
2: Um, This album is a concept album Mm -hmm. And it's an album that Man, honestly I fucking love this album I really Mm -hmm. do I love it Mm -hmm. It it even goes even more symphonic Than Hall of Mount King But the flow to this album Is amazing The only thing I hate about this fucking record Is that some of the tracks lump two songs together. I don't get it. Like, um, what was it? Uh, 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 You're Alive and Sammy in Texas is one song. It's like, what the fuck? And If I Go Away in Agony Ecstasy is one song. It's like, they're right. separate songs. So I never understood why they would, on the CD, they would combine both those songs together. I never owned this on vinyl. Hopefully mm-hmm. one day I can change that. But... Mm-hmm. I think this is an extremely strong album. Uh, I think it's extremely underrated. Uh, it's a concept. But there's some emotional shit on this album that really tears my tears my soul apart.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: some of the things like um, A Little Too Far is gorgeous. Tonight He Grins Again. Oh my god, does that song really pull on my uh, emotional strings, man. It's it's kind of heavy, it, but it's just the way John Oliva attacks the words on that song. And when he says, tonight, he grins again. It's just so amazing. Um, uh, Agony and Ecstasy, fucking amazing. Uh, Sammy and Tech sounds like Van Halen to me. It's a total yeah. Van Halen thing. And, of course, the last song, The Beautiful Believe, it's such a great, epic ending. this Mm -hmm. album which i talked about earlier trans-siberian orchestra has performed this live but i absolutely love this now when i spoke to you you were like too you didn't remember this album much so you studied it before this
0: yeah you know what doc um and i'm listening to you and i'm feeling kind of um guilty because um admittingly i by this by the time this came out i you know, I don't know what was going on. I maybe heard a little bit of it, and it was too piano esque, whatever. Right. But for, for preparing for the for your for this project with you, I feel guilty, and I'm going to. Con- I mean, God, I hope in the future one of our personal conversations, I'll be able to rectify that. I felt guilty by doing what I've done because I i I've, I've reviewed this album, but I feel guilty that I didn't give it enough fucking time. Didn't yeah, give it enough. It- it but you're right. You're saying, yes, yes. So it's like I was kind of like in a fucking box. It's like, well, you gotta come up with shit right now because the podcast is Friday. So you but it's like, oh fuck, what kind of fan am I? I didn't give this the time of day back in the day, then I'm a fake fan. Obviously, I'm not, but I started feeling. But no, all the things you're saying, it's like I feel that you know, I feel yeah. that, I feel what you're saying, you know. Um, you know, streets sees it, Jesus saved. My favorite, my favorite song on the record is Strange Reality.
2: Awesome song. I love that song. I love that song. I love that song, dude. I fucking love it. Um, yeah,
0: Ghost in the Ruins. Um,
2: oh, that's another great one.
0: Yeah. Uh, Agony and Ecstasy, like you said previously. Heavy uh, as fuck.
2: That's early yeah. sabotage right there.
0: Yeah, it's Streets. I love that. I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, Fabulous guitar work. I did do a little uh, notation here from Chris, but when can't you say that about him, right? Yeah, it's like, okay, exactly. hey, dude, tell us something we don't know, you fucking clown. You know, and um, yeah, so uh, to your audience, I am going to, and I know, no, is Sabotage is going to blow up. We could do Kiss and be a bill. But, you know, the thing about you and me with this band is we've stuck by them. We love them. Yeah, they're not the most popular band, but guess what? We don't give a flying fuck. We love no. them. We, we know that they deserve to be 10 billion times bigger than they were. And that's not to fanboys saying about, you know, you got to go, oh, yeah, well, this band should have been bad. No, the music musicianship of these people were fucking amazing, man. I mean, we're, we're all, glory to fucking Chris O'Leary but. You know, and not to get, um, not to keep repeating myself. Uh, interesting song titles too. St. Patrick's—that's kind of trippy. Yeah. Uh, and and you made a very interesting analogy with the uh, the Sammy Hagar. What was? That? Oh no,
2: Sammy and Tex.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: That's a good. Yeah. It's total Van Halen. It sounds <laughs> like you know, like a yeah. almost so, like a hot for teacher vibe. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, in in. Um, if I was going to have to pick my worst song, it would be "You're Alive."
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I mean, that's not my least favorite on here, but it's mm. it's not one of the stronger ones. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would say "Here My Soul" is my least favorite. Um. Uh, uh, and
0: oh, fourteen. Okay. Yeah, I gave that a two two chopsticks.
2: Man. And and I gotta say, man between agony and ecstasy and tonight he grins again i'm gonna have to man it's almost like i have to flip the coin on this i'm going with tonight he grins again okay just for the sheer emotion and torture in john oliva's voice in that song just uh
0: heart-wrenching
2: yeah it's heart the grim reality of you know living in the streets and you know jesus saves is a song about uh, a homeless superstar you know that his name was jesus and Well, not not homely. He was a drug dealer. But it's it's just, you know, there is some talking in between songs because it it is a concept album. But, and, you know, I mean, I admit I don't play it too much, but when I do, I always enjoy it. You know, even the songs I don't like. It's ambitious. I just listen to it all. I mean, I can tell, yeah, you know, Strange Reality. And, you know, if I go away and hear my soul, those are the three songs that I'm like, All right, not as strong. New York City Don't Mean Nothing, I think, is another good one on here. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Can you hear me now? St. Patrick's, I love. I I do, I mean, it is different, but I do love this album. It's awesome.
0: Ghost in the Ruins, not to repeat what you said. but Ghost in the the Ruins is amazing. Great guitar work by Chris.
2: Which is the title. The title of their live album is called Ghost in the Ruins. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah, I'm aware of that. You know, Great mm-hmm. Great Live
2: album too, but that was released after I I believe that's the one that was supposed to be uh uh was supposed to be reco- uh released cuz I I could be wrong. I'd have to look it up, but I'm not sure if there's any streets on that album. If it was, then they added it on there because I know right. most of that was recorded on the Gutter Ballet tour. But right. we did it, Bill.
0: Yeah, we did, and I'm I'm, I'm honored to do it. And I'm glad we gave this band the love that they deserve by two guys that were there. Yeah. Um, you know, we were there. <laughs> we were fucking there, you know. Um you know, we may be a couple old guys, but we know what we're talking about when it comes to sabotage and uh, honored to do this and um and I will get back to you next time we talk on the phone because I'm going to starting Tonight, I'm going to listen to this record again. I'm going to give it the due proper respect that it deserves because it's good. Okay, it's good. I give it three and a half chopsticks out of five at this juncture. It could go higher. Okay,
2: I give you it know? four. I, to I,
0: five. I get notes on the la- the next one after. I won't get into it because that's not what we started. But that's when they just I don't know, man.
2: Yeah, well, it, it, it's different. Chris was on it. Chris was on it. Yeah, Chris was on the next one, just the next yeah, one. Yeah, of was John
0: on it. Do you know huh? that?
2: Why What's was that? it?
0: Why was Chris on it but John wasn't? Released April second, nineteen ninety three. Edge of Thorns.
2: I don't know, but you know Zach was kind of a pretty boy a little bit, so Zach receiving. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, okay. Maybe that had someone do it. Great singer, yeah. and yeah. it's a. I think I think it's a great. I, I bought this on vinyl, uh, and uh, I do think. Edge of Thorns is a great album. I just don't think it's really a sabotage album. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's, not even that symph- it's not even symphonic. You know? Uh, right. Now, the album after it, which had Alex Skolnick on guitar, that's a very symphonic album. Yeah, Called I Hand-
0: just learned that. I didn't realize it was on that. Yeah.
2: The, I first, was, I was- the first three tracks on Handful of Rain are fucking awesome. Taunting Cobras is Badass. I oh, will be to Hang up. Hello. Hello.
0: Yeah. Look, 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 okay. Check out. Unaware. Gonna lie.
2: Yeah, you, you'll love Taunting Cobras. It's heavy. It's badass. The second song they have a video for it. the The, the, the title track, Handful of Rain, awesome. And Chance is very symphonic, but epically amazing. Okay. The rest kind of drops off for me. It's like right. eh, you know, it gets a little too mellow at times.
0: <clears throat> so Streets is it, basically.
2: Yeah, Streets is better. And uh, then they had an album called Dead, Winter Dead, which I did see that album. That album, uh, you know, I know a lot of Sabotage people listening will probably get really pissed at me for saying it, but boy, I didn't get that album at all. And I tried. I still got it on CD. It's not oh, something man. I really revisit. I mean, that one's very symphonic.
0: Was and, there one after Edge of Magellan?
2: Or... Yes, and The Wake of Magellan. Yeah, it, it's better. It's a better album. There's a song okay. on there. Oh, let me think. What was the name of it? Uh, Turns to Me. That's really good. Blackjack Guillotine's a good song off there. Uh, now, was um,
0: that the last Abitash album, Doc?
2: Yes, it was. Uh, okay. It was the okay. very last okay. one. I saw the tour. It was Disastrous. Yeah. Um it was a real oh. I did see the tour. John Oliva was there, but it wasn't Zachary Stevens. Who sang on this again? Um it was Zachary Stevens who sang on the album, but not that show. He No, 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 I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It was it was uh the the <clears throat> it wasn't the it wasn't the last album. Um <sighs> Poets and Mad Men was the last album.
0: Oh uh, okay. And, I'm aware of these records, idols, but I'm oblivious to the actual music. But, yeah, uh,
2: Poets, Poets and Mad Men had John Oliva mm-hmm. come back, but I found it kind of weak. I okay. know some people disagree with me, but it's still, it it, it just, it lacks the fire for me. As, right. You know, all the albums before, you know, but Wake of Magellan had its moments like and, uh, and uh, Dead, Winter, Dead. I mean, those two... I mean, what Dead, Winter, Dead was... No, Th- Dead, Winter, Dead I didn't like. Um, okay. But I did really enjoy a couple tracks off the the next album after that, which had... Uh, was it Al Petrelli on guitar, who later was in Widowmaker with D Snyder and... Uh, uh,
0: was he also in Trans-Siberian Orchestra? He's
2: called? in trans and he played with Megadeth. Yeah, oh, I remember that, yeah the world, the world Needs a Hero, he played on that Yeah, yeah. he played yeah. on Wake of Magellan And he played on the last one uh, Poets and Madmen* was was uh, No, no, uh, Poets and Madmen* Was just Chris Cafferty <clears throat> That's when they became A four piece mm. But that's it, that's the whole um, Discography Bill, thank you so much I need to have well, you more you. back on the show
0: Oh, I'd be honored to, brother. Good to be back with you, man. It's great. It was, great, it it was a long. great
2: reunion. We had a, a kick-ass time, and, and and I give this episode we did five hot Cuban chicks.
0: <laughs> awesome. And I was honored. to be on the, I mean, uh, you know, it, it's great to be back with you. Um, I hope the fans love it. Yeah, it's not a bit, very popular band. But hopefully everybody can feel the love that me and Ralph both have for this band and how they were such a very important uh, part of our upbringing. We were kids when they started. We were teenagers when Savatosh started and we got into them in their early 20s and they prospered and they're amazing. And uh, I love the band and I'll love them until the day I'm put in a casket. And it right, won't be a uh- I might add.
2: <laughs> well, Bill, I'm going to do something that I, I've only done with two or th- two people. I'm going to do it now with you. Okay. I want you to follow me into the vault. Okay. All right, Bill. Excuse the dust. I haven't cleaned in here in a while. Um, all right, Bill. When I enter the vault, I always play a song. Okay, and since we talked about sabotage, I want you to pick what song would you like if you want to turn somebody into uh onto sabotage? sabotage. Ooh, great what, question. What Ooh. song would it be? And we'll play it for the people so they can get a taste. The people that don't know sabotage,
0: all right. Oh, god, great question, Doc Doc Dilly Doc. I mean, there's so many. Um, it it's a mind fucking provoking question.
2: You think of a song that like somebody will hear and goes, "Man, I want to hear more of this shit." Right?
0: Uh, Twenty four hours ago, but yeah, I, I I think I'm gonna go with that dog.
2: Right on. Here it is. "Sabotage." Bill Wang says, "Listen to this, and then wake the fuck up and go get that album and all the albums that went." Yeah, about. yeah. Hell yeah. Leave uh, "Fight for the Rock" at uh, still buy it, but. Buy all the other ones first. Yeah. 24 hours ago. Let's do it. Bam, bam, bam. 24 hours ago from sabotage bill thank you buddy
0: you're welcome doc doc Dilly doc i'm honored to be on your podcast and uh thank you so much man
2: right on my brother and uh you will you have not seen the last of bill wang on the viera ball he will be back yes thank you
0: brother thank you. i love you bro i love you too brother till next right. time
2: bro hi hey, bud Bi- hey bill smack of a yeah. god bro Smack him a